How's it going, mate? Doing fine. How are you doing? Yeah, not bad. I've got a bit of a cold, but we'll, we'll power through. That sucks, man. I hope you get well soon. But yeah. Yeah, I don't know which part of the... Are you from Europe? I think you mentioned you're from Europe, right? I am, yes. Yeah, so I know it's been quite hot around mainland Europe, but in the UK, it's still raining every day. <laughs> I mean, that's what the UK is famous for, isn't it? Yeah, I, I I was expecting it to be slightly warmer, but yeah, for some reason it's been sort of eighteen degrees. But um, yeah, I was in Ibiza a couple of weeks ago, and it was just perfect weather. And come back to the UK, and it's just raining. We'll give a couple of minutes for people to join, and we'll get started. Yes, fantastic. I'm just about to tweet this, retweet this space. So give me a moment. Let me know when you're ready to get started, Sean. I am ready when you are. Cool. Well, welcome, guys. Uh, first Crypto AMA with White Whale. Um, I'll let Sean explain what White Whale does. Um, just to, to introduce White Whale to you guys, I uh, knew about White Whale back from Lunar days. I'm sure you guys had like a arbitrage protocol back in the day. Uh, you must remember like me tweeting burn and pump Lunar back in the day, and White, White Whale was one of the uh, projects. So there's lots of other projects that was launched on Lunar. Uh, during the crazy Luna USD uh, 20% anchor rally uh, that we saw. So that's one of my first sort of interactions. Again, I didn't look too much into it. Um, I knew that it was a protocol. I think I must have tweeted about it. Um, Moonboy tweeting back in the day. But yeah, recently a few people have been reaching out to me about White Whale uh, launching on Luna Classic. They've done some good stuff with their flash loans, which was something I'm quite interested in. I'll get into it. So yeah, that's sort of pe people have been messaging me about White Whale hosting uh, spaces with them tweeting and asked me to look into it so that's why i'm hosting it i'm not you know telling you guys to buy whale um with luna classic i'm not a paid chill i've not been paid to host these spaces look into it i think they've listed on an exchange but um yeah check them out check out sean look at what they're doing i, I guess it could be mutually beneficial we'll talk about luna classic as well how uh, get sean's thoughts on luna classic and how um white well uh, launching on luna classic could be mutually beneficial so that's sort of the plan for today we'll try and talk for about an hour we'll see um how, how many people join what questions we get but we'll try to limit it to an hour an hour and a half so sean do you want to introduce white well from back in the day how it all started uh, from back in the lunar days and then what you guys are doing now of course thank you for the introduction and just to underline what you just said um we're not paying him so this is like serious community effort and um this is not a pay chill space so that's 100 percent true so in and in that sense um thank you very much for doing this and inviting um me up here to talk about white whale and what we can do together with the luna classic community so let's get started if it was a pay chill i'd tell you guys to buy luna uh, white whale now <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <not right. laughs> all right um so let's get started. Um, but just one more thing, you know, before we do this. So if you, you know, don't know what White Whale is, um, check out um, the Twitter page, White Whale DeFi. There's a link tree, and that provides you with anything you need to get started. And the best place is probably our Discord. And from there on, you'll find everything in our ecosystem and, you know, very helpful community over there. And also, please give me a favor. Retweet this space with hashtag write the whale. The, the frequent uh, whale community listeners know what to do here. So just give everybody on stage a follow and hashtag write the whale so that everybody knows the space is happening. All right, with that out of the way, let's get this space finally started. So, history of white whale. So, 
White Whale was founded multiple years ago by Sebastian. He's the founder and, and still the, the CEO. And he was a lunatic, you know, from, from the start, like from inception, he was, was hooked. It was all in Luna. And I remember he told me that one day, you know, there was, I think it was in the $20 range. There was a huge crash. So this was before my time. even. Um, there was a huge crash and the deep hack of UST. And then he said, all right, I need to do something, you know, just being a community member and investor is not enough. I want to do something to stay or to you know, support the ecosystem. And so he founded White Whale, which essentially was a protocol which was built on the idea that the community can help to stabilize the UST pack. So you had this vault where you could put in your UST and in the back end, you would still you know, get the anchor yield. But the funds would be used using flash loans for arbitrage trading, which stabilizes the UST pack. Now, obviously, that didn't quite work out, as everybody might know, because at the end of the day, you know, the, the algorithm, algorithms for the stablecoin you know, mechanism in the blockchain itself were flawed, and Whitewell had around 40 million TVL trying to protect almost 30, 40 billion. So that didn't work out. Nevertheless, after the crash happened, um, a lot of teams were, and, and I'm sure everybody here, here knows what happened next. So there was a lot of, you know, silence. People were shell-shocked. What's Doe saying? What's happening? And a lot of teams decided to, you know, disappear. So they took their funds, whatever they have left, and just ghosted everybody. But there are some teams who, you know, pivoted, who rose from the ashes and decided to keep going. Kajira is one of them. Prism is one of them, and Whitewell is one of them as well. So after the crash happened, you know there was there was some time to think. Uh, so everybody in the team got together. All right, guys, we we still got Runaway. We still want to do this. What are we going to do? So fast forward a little bit more than one year. Whitewell is now one of the leading validators across the ecosystem. We validate all, more than a dozen chains, securing more than eight figures in assets. Whitewell contributes to the Megaloo blockchain, which is also founded. And the Megaloo blockchain is a permissionless smart contract, contract blockchain, similar to Luna or Juno or you know, Archway or Neutron. Um, but one of the key, key differentiators here is that we're pioneering Alliance. So right now you can actually cross-chain stake assets on our chain. So you can stake Luna on Megaloo. And Whitewell is also contributing to the Whitewell protocol, which is in DeFi app. So this is the evolution of what we had on Terra Classic. Now, more ambitious, more products, and cross-chain. So our app isn't live on a single chain. It's live today on six chains, including you know, Terra 2, including Injective, Comdex, Chihuahua, Juno, and obviously our own chain. And lastly, Whitehill also contributes to various open source MEV solutions. So we have quite a vibrant open source builder community that you know, builds flash loan bots that do arbitrage or liquidations. And yeah, I think that's a, that's the short summary of, of what Whitehill is doing. So please feel free to direct the conversation where you'll find it most interesting. So you mentioned that you validate on different chains. How is it just like, how does that help the whale token? Great question. So the, the validation services, that's something from the white whale team. So you have to understand the Megaloo blockchain. We don't own it. We don't run it. There are validators who run it. There are different teams. We have a stake in the network who run it. It's a decentralized chain. But the validators, they are white whale team stuff. So how do the, does this help like the whole system? How does it benefit the, the, the whale investors? Um, for one, it provides us a, a good source of income. You know, teams need to fund themselves. 
and validators are a great source of decentralized income. Secondly, this allows us to have a stronger voice in the politics arena. And this is something you shouldn't underestimate. If you have a strong presence on different chains, this allows you to you know, push governance in your favor, which is the whole purpose of politics, right? And we have a very strong presence on, on a lot of different chains because we support the networks with our validation services. So that's the infrastructure level. And then we have the application level with our you know, cross-chain application. So if, if you know, we support blockchains or we decide to build on blockchains, we do it on the, on the whole stack from you know, infrastructure to politics and the governance dramas to applications and you know, helping builders, driving liquidity, users, volume, and so on. So our goal is always to you know, provide the whole, whole stack of services. Okay, so it helps more by earn, earning for the team, but no, that's that's still a positive. And um, you mentioned liquid staking. Is that any way linked for value accrual for the white ball token? Well, we do have two liquid staking providers we're working very, very closely with. And they deploy their liquid staking applications across different chains. And they use our DEX to do this. So we list their, their assets. In, in our decks so people can trade it we help them incentivize it and attract liquidity and in return they use our decks for you know auto compounding and different services so it's, it's a win-win situation because um with backbone apps and Eris protocol those two liquid staking providers there's a very tight integration that benefits both and obviously since we're working together with those two teams there's also two liquid staked whale tokens so amp whale and bone whale. Well, and you, could you explain uh, how that works? So you mentioned that you know you could stake Luna V2 in a, on a different chain on the Megalu chain. Could you explain how that works? Uh, maybe a bit more technical. Yes. So the, the module we integrated here in our blockchain is called Alliance. That's something that TFL developed around half a year ago. And what Alliance allows you to do essentially it's it's a tool to manage your monetary policy of the blockchain to give you a very <coughs> sorry very abstract answer so right now every chain has some kind of inflation and that inflation think of it like a stream 100% goes to stakers that's how it is in the cosmos right now but as we see for example with large governance and, and you know central banks there is benefit to have an actual monetary policy, which is more than just 100% in one direction. For example, if the government finds there is a new industry that we need to support, like the semiconductor industry in the US right now, they subsidize it. They print money and they subsidize it. And the same thing has a lot of benefits if you do it for blockchains. So obviously, there won't be more printing. It's just what do you do with the existing inflation? So, for example, if the, the chain decides, hey, we need a very, very deep whale USDC pool on our chain. And there are good arguments for this. This is, you know, the main pool you, you often find in different ecosystems. Then they can say, all right, we subsidize the liquidity. So it's chain-owned liquidity. If the whale community decides, all right, there are a couple of very interesting projects building on our chain, and we want to support them. Sure, they can give out grants for development, but they can also, or additionally, bootstrap their economies by directing part of the inflation towards their token. So, in essence, you know, Alliance is a monetary policy tool which allows you to you know, direct inflation in the directions where the governance system thinks it makes most sense. And right now we have, um, we're doing this with Luna since we have a very strong you know, connection with Luna where we want to support our liquid staking providers. So you can take AMP and Bone Luna, send it over to Migalu, just IBC sending, like you can do it in Kepler, you can do it in Station, you can do it via TFM. And then there are different front ends, app.migalu.zone for example, 
And then there, you find a drop-down menu, and just like you would stake whale, you select amp luna or bone luna, stake it, you're done. Cool, that makes sense. So is that something that would be offered to Luna Classic as well when you deploy on, on the chain? Um, well, I, don't, I cannot speak for, for governance, so it, it has to be passed by a proposal. But in general, I think if there's a compelling reason why the Megalu chain should direct part of its you know, inflation to Luna Classic, then it, it can be done. But obviously, there needs to be some kind of um, because this is, think of it like government spending. Um, there needs to be some um, some mechanism why we should do this, if that makes sense. No, yeah, that that does. Just had a DM saying that you say your stabilis pri stabilizing prices across the IBC. What do you mean by that, and how do you do it? So this is part of our um, open source MEV bot community. So we have our DEXs and our flash loans in a lot of different places. And just by having a DEX and flash loan on different chains, you can start to arbitrage between different DEXs on that ecosystem using flash loans. And also, <coughs> sorry, um, just recently, our community started to develop um, interchain arbitrage bots. So just to give you a, a, an example, we have a whale bone luna pool on every chain we're deployed on so people can easily get in and out our liquid staking derivatives so obviously if somebody just market buys a lot of you know bone whale on let's say you know eventually luna classic there's an imbalance because on the other chains the price would be cheaper so then these open source arbitrage bots we have they come along and they buy some cheap bone whale on luna classic send it over to different chains, sell it there, so the prices stabilize again. Uh, is, that, that, is that something that can be done? Do you need like technical knowledge to do that? Or it, it, how, if I wanted to do it, is it a website with simple UI that I can use to do it? Or do you need some technical coding background? No, this, this is technical. This is technical. Yeah, I think, is that the plan then, to make it simple to, so you can arbitrage? Or is, it, is that always going to be technical? That would be very nice to have it very simple. But for now, um, we, we see more opportunity in, for example, expanding our existing products to new chains and building ecosystem than focusing um, on that endeavor, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, that, that does. Because that is something that I mean, I've played with. So one thing I wanted to talk to you more about was the flash loan. So from a high level, I think I understand it. So it's basically you can, it's a crypto DeFi thing back with Aave. I think they made it popular where from my simple understanding, you can basically take loans unsecured because they get transacted in the same transaction. So you can just do a transaction um, and get transacted in the same transaction. So you don't need to like deposit or, um, yeah, to, to, or need collateral for that loan. Um, so could you explain that in a bit more technical or a better way, I guess, and, and how White Will was doing it? You're 100% right with your explanation already. So what makes flash loans um, so special is that there, there are smart contracts, vaults, um, you typically call them, and they just hold some funds. And normally when you want to take a loan, you have to post collateral, and there's interest, and then you, you, you get your you know, loan, you do some stuff, and then you pay back um, <laughs> what you loaned. But with flash loans, you have to pay it back in a single transaction. So we have for this we actually have a front end so everybody can interact with it so there's a contract and you just tell the contract i want this amount of assets and i want you to do the following commands with that asset so for example give me 10000 luna swap it here swap it there and then pay it back and if you know this command produces a positive result in the sense that it made a profit, then the transaction passes, you bank some profit, and some fee goes back to the vault. And if it doesn't, it fails. So there can never never be this under collateralization issue where that naturally appears if, if you don't collateralize your loan because you have to pay it back right away with a profit. So you know when people talk about um, like flash loan or like price oracle attacks, 
if it happens in the same, so it's maybe a personal question for me. So how does it, how does the attack still happen if it has to happen in the same transaction? How do they do the flash loan attack or the pr- price oracle attack, uh, which I've seen people talk about? Well, there are a couple of different dimensions to that problem. So manipulating price oracles um, can be done in a lot of different ways. So price oracles are a very, very, very complex, complex system. And if you do a very, very bad price oracle, you just take the spot price, like just right now. So, and then you could take a flash loan, manipulate the price, then do some stuff that exploits maybe the lending market or something. And then pay back the flash loan, but that's so oh, usually so like drive the price down of the asset to like arbitrage more profit. Exactly, but usually, you know, protocols don't use those kind of oracles because this is very dumb to do because it's so easy to exploit. So there are more sophisticated methods of getting price data, and you cannot manipulate them with flash loans. They're much harder to manipulate. Right, okay, no, that makes sense. Um, and if people, if you guys have any questions about White Whale or, or Luna, do come up. I'll, I've got a few more questions left and then I'll open uh, the mic for a few questions as well. So before we go, move on to sort of White Whale and the Luna Classic bit, um, what other stuff's happening with White Whale? Like they got a cool you know, NFT ecosystem. Uh, what are some of the other cool stuff that you're building on White Whale? Oh, that's a very... Might be a very long answer. So there's quite a few things happening. So on the one hand, we have our blockchain Migaloo, and I feel like we're starting to really build out a a nice and you know attractive ecosystem. Not only when it comes to DeFi, but also NFTs and games. So we have you know JG from Backbone Labs. He's in the audience here. He's um, according to him very close to deploying his NFT marketplace. So that's going to be live very soon. Obviously, we have our decks, we have flash loans, we have liquid staking tokens. Raccoon, another team building with us very closely, they're developing various games. And there, there are a couple of other yet-to-be-disclosed developments happening um, that I'm, sh- I'm quite sure um, community will, will like and appreciate. And then, of course... We have the Whitewell protocol, which we are scaling horizontally. So that's another dimension of, of activity and value for our ecosystem and the ecosystems we deploy on. So we just deployed two weeks ago on our own chain, Migaloo. And next in line is Luna Classic, which I am very, very excited about. Cool. Yeah, it sounds good. It looks like you guys have a few teams that are developing on, on the wild chain. And the well, on the whale chain. Um, so one of the reasons why I think I guess some people are not hesitant, but there's always drama, especially in the Lunk community. They're saying, "Oh, why? Why is Whale trying to collab with Luna Classic? They're trying to do this. They're, they're competing with us." Um, and where I I usually have a more of a collab- collaborative approach, where you want people to come to Luna Classic, you want you want to be, you know, partnering with other chains, bringing liquidity, bringing activity, uh, talking about use cases. You know, I know you guys are doing cross chain liquidity and like arbitrage and all this cool stuff. You want people to build on Luna Classic, not scare people away. So, yes, I'm I'm excited to welcome you guys. Like I said, I try to be on the positive side of things, and I know things can go wrong and has gone wrong. Luckily, I've not probably shield stuff, especially in the Luna Classic chain that has gone wrong or rug like Terraport or like recently the Dorquan hub, if people know. But no, I'm I'm being optimistic. I'm supporting you guys, um, Whale and, and Luna Classic. So yeah, let's move on to, um, first of all, what's your thoughts on Luna Classic? I know it's been, you guys are sort of involved with Luna Classic because you were part of Luna. So yeah, what's your thoughts on Luna Classic? What I find very surprising in a positive sense is that after all the the beating you know this community got, and I count myself, you know, I got a beating as well, and everybody on the whale team got as well. Um, when it comes to the, the crash and you know, still the uncertainty and what's happening with Doe, I find it you know remarkable how resistant this community is. I mean, everybody had this vision of you know decentralized money for a decentralized economy, and I feel like it's it's just remarkable how how strong that drive is in the people. So yeah, that's fantastic. 
and and that happened or that's still alive this the spirit after over a year post crash so that's just crazy if you think about it and from a business perspective luna classic is just a fantastic opportunity for us to to build and to expand our services there because it has a vibrant community it has a insanely large market cap and if you look at it from from you know what's happening on chain right now there's quite little competition for us so from a business perspective this is just a no-brainer for for white whale and our goal is always to you know we build cross-chain applications and our goal is to provide tools in the sense of applications like DEXs, flash loans liquid staking I I'll call them, you know, in this context, like tools, because they're like the foundation, foundational DeFi and NFT building blocks you need for a vibrant ecosystem. So, and our goal is to always support the ecosystems in whatever their mission is, and you know, help the communities on on the whole tech level, from validation to um, bringing liquidity applications and all that stuff. So, just yesterday, I was in Paris speaking at a conference. And I was talking about how every, so we're building a lot of chains in the cosmos right now. Every layer one, you know, lots of layer ones, Artray, Neutron, Say, and so on. And all of these layer ones, they always start from zero again. They built the chain, it's an empty wasteland, and they, then they start paying some team half a million to build a DEX. And another team, they pay a quarter million to build you know, liquid staking. And after a year, they got, you know, the basic building blocks. But what we can offer is we ship all these things in a matter of weeks. So right now in our cross-chain application, that's called product suit, we have DEX, flash loans, MEV bots, two liquid staking tokens, NFT marketplace, games, burning applications, and let's hope I didn't forget anything here. And 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 some DeFi tools like arbitrage vaults or you know yield optimizers. And you know, new chain or layer ones that don't have these applications, they're usually faced with three three paths they can take. One is they don't build it at all. But if they don't have these applications, there's nothing because this is the foundation, so they die. Option two is they pay enormous amounts of money for devs, which takes a long time to just build copycat DEXs, copycat liquid staking. Or they work together with us and we ship all of these things, like this whole basic DeFi and NFT primitives to their chain in a matter of weeks. And then you can start building things on top, like interesting things when you have DEX, liquid staking, flash loans, NFT marketplace, then you can start building interesting and cool things on top. So that's the three three paths many chains face right now. And I think um, with Luna Classic, it, it's just a no-brainer for us to deploy there. And I think it will also really, really support the mission that the community has in Luna Classic, which is you know, burning UST and burning Luna Classic. And I think by increasing the number of serious applications on the chain, it drives up on-chain volume, it drives up on-chain TVL, it will drive up the on-chain burn. And eventually, I believe, I've been talking to this with um, Mr. Diamond Hands quite extensively. I think Luna Classic is in this unique position where it can now start to attract developers again to build applications. and. If we bring, you know, we're four teams in our group. If four teams start building on Luna Classic and bring all of these these basic applications over there, that opens up, you know, room for for more, for way more. So yeah, long answer. No, that's good. I think you touched on some of the, I guess, positives for Luna Classic. You mentioned the community and everyone talks about the Luna Classic community, which is quite a special breed. And I've been in crypto since, you know, I think most of my followings from like pumping and shorting Litecoin, I'm shorting Litecoin now with Litecoin halving. And then it was the mainly the Luna core because I got in Luna at $5, but 
yeah, I've not really seen a community like Luna Classic. Anything can happen and then the community will just still be around and, and support. And that attracts influencers like myself, I guess, the moon boy, if you want to call it that. But, you know, I'm trying to learn more about the technology and, and working with a few projects. But, you know, it, it attracts developers as well. You guys have come in because Luna Classic got a big community. And if your apps and dApps that you're going to try and deploy in Luna Classic, if they work, then you got, you guys get liquidity volume, publicity. So it could definitely be a, a mutual, mutually beneficial. Um, talking a bit about the how it can be implemented. So do we need, so is it like a governance proposal? Um, I'm assuming there needs to be agreement on like the burns and how it's going to work, how we get liquidity. Could you talk a bit about how it would, de how it would be deployed in a bit more detail? Yes. Um, regarding, you know, next steps and timelines. So we're gearing up to deploy on Luna Classic next week. And this will bring our decks and the flash loans. And I think Eris Protocol is already live. Raccoon, you know, the team building games. Um, I, I think they, they might take another month. But I think Backbone Labs is equally... And, and JG is here. He can come up stage in a moment and, and share his his thoughts, I believe, on, on Lunar Classic. Um, but Backbone Labs with um, the NFTs and the um, liquid staking, they should be in in-house quite soon as well. And to get our applications there, um, no governance is needed. So we've been talking a lot with the community, trying to you know gauge interest if the community actually wants us. So we, we know if it's worth the effort or not. And so far, there's been overwhelming support to get us there. So we prioritize this now and make sure we, we can ship this as fast as possible. And once the applications are there, then it's it's um it's time to start talking about how we can bootstrap them so a dex needs liquidity you know flash loans need some liquidity liquid staking needs liquidity because as soon as you have deep liquid staking pools you can start listing luna classic as collateral in lending markets or in you know, for stable minting. as soon as there is you know deep on-chain liquidity on our decks you know the community can start onboarding users from the centralized exchanges back on chain again um so yeah first we're going to deploy everything i'm going to open up a couple of pools there um some whale pools some luna classic pools and then we're going to you know work together with the community on a plan how to um bootstrap the liquid staking protocols and the dexes so the economy really starts going and since we are you know, getting experienced at this, at, at bootstrapping new chain or ecosystems, on-chain ecosystems, we actually have a program. It's outlined in the Medium article. It's called the SAIL program. And it, essentially, it provides a, a boilerplate framework of how you can create win-win situations. So how the community can bootstrap its own ecosystem, you know, which is definitely, definitely a big win. And at the same time, bootstrap our applications which is a big win for us. So just now, um, the Terra 2 chain decided to deploy, I think, was it 5 million Luna? Correct me if I'm wrong, JG. I think 5 million Luna into um, the liquid staking protocols of Backbone Labs and Eris and pool most of it on our decks. And similarly, the, a, a very similar proposal has just passed on the Chihuahua chain, which we're also supporting for almost a year now. We've been building on that channel for almost a year now. And just yesterday, a proposal passed with quite a similar outlook. And it's essentially, yeah, we're going to support, continue supporting the chain for, you know, no defined time frame, just going to continue supporting it with all of our applications. And if we build new stuff, we deploy it there as well with priority. If we're doing upgrades with new features, we're going to do it there first. And in return, um, we get some liquidity injections to bootstrap the system and their on-chain activity, you know, accelerates while our applications, you know, grow as well. So a win-win situation. And I'm, I just want to highlight here, just on a side note, that I, I'm only in, interested in win-win deals. So if there, if there's one party in a deal that's not, you know, coming out with a smile because it's, it's getting a benefit, 
then it's not a good deal. It's exploitation. So whatever we do, we always try to make it in a way that both parties or all parties, you know, come out with a plus. So that means not extracting value, but creating growth. Because growth is usually a win-win situation for both parties. Yeah, in, in just in business, if you don't create win-win situations, it doesn't work long term. There's usually a bad taste in mouth, um, even in crypto, I guess. If you, you know, even for myself, if I share some good trades, more people follow. If I share bad trades, show bad tokens, people will be like, oh, what's going on? So it's quite important to to have win-win. Um, from what I've seen from the outside and speaking to you, it could be definitely a win-win uh, for Luna Classic and and Whale as well. So I'm I'm really uh, looking forward to it. So you mentioned to deploy, you don't need governance, but to provide liquidity. How much roughly liquidity would be required to to get things start, started? The more the better. <laughs> That's uh, the simple answer. So. I'd have to do a more deep dive into, so I, I don't have a, a draft proposal outlined or anything yet, but I'd have to do a deep dive into exact numbers. So how much does the community need? How much does the community have? How can we support this? Maybe some, um, but just in general, if, if you get north of a million in liquidity, just on the liquid staking pools, that allows you to, you know, get to really critical is we need a, a So you're good cutting off a bit. Pool Could you repeat that? I don't know if it's my or your... Luna Classic and UST Classic. So then you can you know, really start offloading a lot of liquidity from the centralized exchanges back on chain. And then another important pool, I think, is, is Whale Luna Classic. So both liquidity can flow between like both ecosystems in and out via this pool. So I don't think that. I think I don't know if it was like me or everyone else. Ten figure numbers, but um, seven figures, mid to high six figures is is definitely the way to go in this market. Guys, can you hear me? I don't know if 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 I got cut off. Sean, can you hear me? Sean, can you hear me? I think I got cut off. Yeah, Sean's coming back. Hey, sorry for the interruption. Seems like um, space has rocked me. <laughs> yeah, I can I can hear you. Now. I don't know if it was me or yourself, but yeah, I think we're talking about liquidity and how much is required, and I think that's when it starts going off. Where to lose me? I think when you start talking about north of a million Luncia, a million. Oh, that's okay, when okay. you start. Yeah, so so different pools have different liquidity requirements in my mind, and obviously it's it's <laughs> market dependent. But you shoot or you'd want to shoot in this market, shoot for something like north of a million in um the liquid staking pools so luna classic bone luna classic luna classic and luna classic then you'd probably want some at least mid six figures pool for loon long and ust so you can really start you know on board or getting people back from the centralized exchanges on chain so they can trade there and then you'd probably also want a a quite deep pool between whale and luna classic so liquidity you know from the luna classic ecosystem can enter our ecosystem and vice versa and i mean it's not crazy numbers but would that potentially have to come from like the luna classic community pool is it something if you guys got money that could be used there, there are a lot of different ways to skin this cat um and, and again this is very dependent on what the community wants so um one thing we like to do is when it comes to whale pool, um, we like to do OTC deals because that's a, you know if there's some whale or the community itself, um, that's just a very easy thing or easy way of bootstrapping, you know, liquidity in such a pool because the Luna Classic community it has a lot of Luna Classic, and the whale community has you know a lot of whale, so that's a good good place to start without wasting it on incentives and you know attracting mercenary cap mercenary capital. The liquid staking pools, they're, in my opinion, the one of the most critical ones and at the same time, one of the most easiest ones. Because all you need to do is put some funds from the community pool into that pool and you don't have to sell anything. Because you, you, you take, let's say, you take you know, a thousand Luna Classic, you liquid stake half of them 
and then you pull that 50-50 on the decks. There is no there's no sell, sell pressure, there's no buying of other tokens. It's just activating some some of the funds that sit in the community pool to use them to bootstrap the economy. And this is something that that Luna 2 has been doing um as I said with 4 million dollars of liquidity into our decks. And the Chihuahua chain has been doing this as well. So they think I think they did a third of their community pool. Um they they are putting this into our decks as we speak. So the proposal passed and the the guys responsible, they're now executing on this. I think you've answered this, Sean, but someone's asking how will these liquidity pools, liquid staking pools help Luna Classic? Great great question. So there's a lot of different ways how this can help. Um first of all if you want on-chain activity, you need applications on-chain. So we're providing applications. If you want trading to be happening, again, on Luna Classic, more TVL, more on-chain volume, more fees, you not only need applications, you need liquidity. And lots of different ways to skin that cat. And if you want Luna Classic to be used in different venues across the whole ecosystem, for example, lending markets or prediction markets or derivate markets or stable coins, then you need very deep liquid staking pools. I hope that answers the question. Yeah, I hope the answers too. But that also, I mean, we could even have like some type of burn mechanism, couldn't we, to burn some uh, Luna Classic as well if the community wanted when we're you know, working on the implementation side. Of course. I mean, on Luna Classic, the burn fee, the fees from Gems Actions get burned. So just by virtue of having more applications and more activity on chain, it supports the burn. And we also have a very uh, a dedicated application where people can burn Luna Classic and they receive a derivate in return. That so creates kind of like a gamified competition scenario. So yeah, we have a lot of different tools in our belt that we're happy to bring to Luna Classic. Cool. And I mean, I've got a few more questions as well, but once you've launched it in Luna Classic, you said next couple of weeks, we can definitely have a, another catch up and, and talk about a little bit more on the implementation details. Uh, just two questions. Uh, we'll take a couple of questions, Sean, and then we'll start rounding up. Ben, Ben Halso, if you want to go first, and then we'll go to Jay-Z NFT. Hi, yeah. Um, obviously, I've been um, investing in Lunacy for the past year and a half. Now, um, obviously, I know the burning process is going to take a long time. But where do you see Luna being in the next five years? Is, is that, can you answer that? Um, I'll let Sean answer it first, and I'll give you my opinion after. So this is a tough question. <laughs> yeah, no worries. So uh, I think Luna Classic is a really strong community, so I don't think that's going anywhere anytime soon. In, in terms of success, I think it really depends on how Luna Classic navigates the next months. I said it earlier, I think it's now in a unique position to onboard applications, to onboard builders, developers, new community, new liquidity. And if I think um, the Luna Classic community pulls this off successfully, um, I think there's a good future ahead. Thank you. Sean, do you think that you said that there's a, it's got a unique opportunity now to get more developers? Is it because of the IBC that we've done, the parity? Is that why you Exactly. Said that? So I've been in the DMs with Lumpern Army and Jerry and PSX for, for months now. Um, gave, some, gave them some advice on this. And now they did their jobs and now we do ours. Cool, yeah, I think it was PSX and uh, Ben Army that put me in touch with you guys as well. Um, so to answer Ben's question from my point of view, more from a sort of trader and, and hype point of view, um, from trading a lot depends on sort of, obviously, whether it's a bull market or a bear market. If it's a bull market, then the price goes up. If Luna Classic still has a community pool, I'm sure the community is always there. Uh, if we can hang around uh, until the next bull market, hopefully the sooner the better, then yeah, Luna Classic will get a pump. That's one aspect. The other aspect is a bear market where you get more pumps in the short term. So we saw a meme coin hype where literally every meme coin was pumping. You could buy a coin that, you know, Fed powers FOMC at the moment. If he said something, you buy the token with that name. I bought a few. Um, you guys seen me with like four, the Binance four 
meme, uh, CZ Beam, that pumped. And then recently, Fink, an offshield that as well, that didn't pump with the BlackRock CEO meme coin. Uh, and then recently, it's like the bot season. So Unibot's pumping, um, Loot's pumping. So you get this sort of meme narratives. And what narrative can Luna Classic have? So we saw that burn narrative. What could be the next thing that gets new investors coming in Luna Classic? For me, like I know Sean said the community will always be there. And, and I think so as well. There's, you know, myself is hanging around. You see lots of influencers sort of leaving Luna Classic. Their engagement drops and they come back to Luna Classic. Um, because of the engagement that you get from it, there's people that like you, retweet you, uh, get eyes on you. But the big thing is going to depend on for me is the USTC repeg. That is what attracted me to Luna initially. I just love the Algo stablecoin thing. Um, obviously that had that twenty percent anchor yields that just dragged normies and everyone in, and it just was crazy. But if we can do something with it, I, I'm sure you've seen some of my spaces that I've done um, with Fafi and the Quant team. I think it will depend massively on that. Um, if we can get that repeg, we could do something amazing in the short term. We could talk to ask Sean if 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 we get USDC working, how what what White Walls got can help. But that is going to be huge. Uh, the what we can do with the USDC. If not, um, we can see the community pool and Oracle pool. I know my Moon Boy keeps shitting Luna Classic, but you know apart from my Moon tweets, you can see some real tweets as well where I where I trade Litecoin and stuff. Um, it's really important. You know, long term, the longer it goes and the community pool starts going down and the Oracle rewards, I know people say that I get the technical term wrong, but if we keep losing that and with the staking, you know, if we keep draining it, with giving it out with staking rewards, the less chance we will have for success. So a lot of it will depend on USDC repeg and then just in a bull market jumping onto something. Hopefully that answers your question, Ben. Yeah, that's brilliant. Thank you. No worries. Sean, go ahead, mate. I wanted to ask you, um, do you think, you know, our group of, of independent teams with Backbone Labs, with Ares, with Lacoon, with us, and all these applications we bring, like DAX, Flashlands, Liquid Staking, and all that stuff, do you think it can help Luna Classic? What's your personal opinion on this? So I think it can. Because, um, you know, flash loans you mentioned, DEX. But those are things that are not flash loans, but there's DEXs people can use. So my thing is, I mean, it's, it's a hard thing. How do we get something where people like normies like myself that don't understand the technical bits, you know, flash loan, I'd say probably a bit more technical, the arbitrage side, but something simple that can drag normies. I don't know what the answer is. Um, you know, I think USDC repeg is something normal people outside of the crypto community, you know, people listening to these spaces are probably more involved that could see something very simple and they could make money from it. And I'm not saying, you know, whale does, uh, does like a 20% anchor protocol rewards that people just keep piling in and you get crazy amounts of money coming into USD. USD. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't know what narrative, I mean, maybe a question back to you. I know you asked me that question. What could be a narrative that gets people jumping more onto to whale? And I'm, I'm going to keep an eye on you guys and, and hopefully we, we speak more and work together more. But simple terms, yes, your flash loans, uh, arbitrage bots, uh, DEX is going to get used. You mentioned NFT. We could do like cross-chain NFT. We could have like, you know, NFT yields. That's something popular. But those are things other people are doing. What's something unique that Well can have or that could not just talking about Luna Classic, Well can have that could just sort of start a new narrative? That, that's a really fantastic question because I think you already answered it. Whitewell is providing the, the basic building blocks. So it's providing a fully supported and up-to-date DEX. It's providing liquid staking to them. So those are, nobody gets crazy about a liquid staking token or a DEX, but those are the primitives you need to build more exciting applications on top. And our goal is really to provide the, the core layer of DeFi and NFT applications. So then Luna Classic doesn't have to reinvent the wheel. So when builders come, they don't have to start building liquid staking or they don't have to start building DEXs or flash loans. They can start building exciting applications on top of this core DeFi infrastructure. And one of the things that's not, so Raccoon, they're not building you know, like DeFi infrastructure like we do. They could do games. That's another exciting thing. I think can bring a lot of traction back to Luna Classic again. 
Could you talk a bit more about raccoon? No, that's it's a good answer what you just said. Uh, could you talk a bit more about raccoon? I think you mentioned it a couple of times. I didn't understand it fully. Yeah. Um. So while Backbone Labs Eris Protocol and we we do these you know basic DeFi and NFT building blocks, raccoon is not doing something like this. They're doing games. They have you know gambling and um like slots, dices, dungeons. They have a lot of different games. Like it's like a full gaming how you call it multiple games and they expand their portfolio they bring this to to different chains that have an active community and where users want to play games so you can check out i think raccoon.supply um great team great team fantastic applications and very smooth experience yeah, sorry. I, I, yeah, you mentioned it a couple of times. I think I just missed it. But no, I agree with the the point that you made uh, earlier about you guys providing um, tools that will help others to build. Um, I think that's a really good point that you've made. Um, and yeah, for Luna Classic community, I think that's what. So I sort of try and do as well. Just bring more developers, people eyes on it, more people working together. Who knows what the next idea is going to be? No one knew, you know, meme coins was going to go crazy. No one knew bot this telegram bots unibot thing you know people are just launching tokens every day now because of the hype um so yeah we don't know what the next thing is but more people that work together um potentially more stuff can come out um yes jay-z sorry uh, you've been requesting to ask a question go ahead mate hey guys uh you know one of the things that i, I wanted to point out you know backbone labs we're, we're an l2 following white whale but but a dex is the heart of a chain and a project like ours can't even come to play unless we have a certain amount of infrastructure and then we bring us a layer of infrastructure on top and after white whale right so these are the pieces that are needed so that the next level of game can come into the system and really what it is is that these are wealth generating tools we saw before the crash the ust luna paradigm was amazing for you know being able to not have to sell your assets and still be able to access that buying power taking advantage of economic opportunities not being forced to sell these were the gifts that you know doquan unleashed on the world the first time around it was very threatening we were attacked we have to get back to that point we have to get these this decentralized infrastructure in place now before the cbdc's come down the pipeline and it is important that we reunify not just as a chain but as an entire industry, like this is crucial. I think White Whale has a, a great uh, dynamic uh, in, 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 in making this happen. We are uniting chains on, on a different level and it's really exciting. And, you know, Luna Classic has a lot of energy and they're going to be able to catapult this whole system to the next level. No, no, well said. I think Sean's also underplayed sort of some of the stuff that we're all doing. Um, what you guys are doing, Christian, I think, you know, helping liquidity and arbitrage, I think that is really cool stuff. And um, what sort of the Cosmos ecosystem's thoughts on Whale and, and Luna? Again, I've I tried to follow it. I, I'm trying to get into more on the Cosmos ecosystem, especially Kujira. I've got a few bags of it. But yeah, what's the, the thoughts of the Cosmos ecosystem on on Whale? And, and also the next question is, what are their thoughts on, on Luna Classic? Well, it's very hard to answer this question from an insider perspective. <laughs> Um, what what other people think of us? You can be biased, Sean. You can be biased. <laughs> I think you've been quite humble. Uh, I think what you have in the cosmos right now, um, being completely frank here, is you have like the old guard power block. So back in the days, you had um, Luna, which was its own, you know, force of nature. That you know that vanished. Then you have this old guard of you know Atom, Osmosis, Delphi, Stride. And then you have the, the, the new guard um, or the new, the, the next generation of chains with newer tokenomics that are not designed to exploit, you know, its investors with, you know, up-to-date technology like Kujira, like White Whale. And I think there's some, some twists in there or some, you know, some bad blood, as you can imagine. But in general, I think the ecosystem itself is quite vibrant. And I think everybody in the whale community is also, you know, very, very active in, you know, in pursuing our mission of, you know, supporting the whole ecosystem with our product suits. And regarding Luna Classic, so I had quite a lot of conversations, um, you know, people DMing me, 
why do you go to Luna Classic? Uh, you know, that chain's that. Why don't you deploy, you know, on this chain or on that chain? And, you know, I'm a bad liar. So I always just tell them the truth. Like, you know, if I look at, you know, the latest layer one chain that just launched, which is just a VC scam, and they're just building their first decks, I mean, that chain's never going to make it. So I'd much rather go to a place where, you know, where the music plays. And I think, um, yeah, Luna Classic has a lot of good music. Yeah, I think that from what I've seen from the Cosmos team, they sort of look at, look at Luna Classic as like a madhouse. Um, they can see there's um, a lot of hype there, I guess a lot of users or bag holders, if you want to call it. But yeah, there seems to be a bit of um, animosity, let's say. That's from the feeling that I get. But yeah, there's also people like yourself that, you know, wants to still build here because if, if you can build something, you'll get the support like NFT projects. If you look at when I follow some NFT projects that I've seen in Cosmos that didn't sell out or didn't do as well. But in Luna Classic, if, when you look at some of the NFTs that's been launched, they, they do sell out because there's still there's people around. Um, so, yeah, um, Jay-Z, are you, did you say you're part of the backbone? Um, uh, uh, what's that I've heard that um, said a few times? Do you want to talk a bit more about backbone? It's his dealings with the white whale uh yeah sure i just didn't want to hijack the space so i can give you guys a little bit of history uh i'm one of the founders of back of backbone labs uh originally our group started on what's known as classic today uh, i was one of the original team members on the skeleton punks when we launched uh before the crash and that was a kind of a, a weird situation um one of the founders uh, rugged our community for $350,000. So we tracked him down, collected on-chain data, uh, petitioned the, the Luna Classic marketplaces, which were like Random Earth, Nowhere, and Luart. Uh, and we were able to take the project over on the community level and, and force him out. So we were able to rebuild the brand, rebuild the collection. We were doing well. And then unfortunately, May 8th happened and uh, you know, kind of wiped the slate clean. I was fortunate enough to have submitted a builder's grant for another project called NFT Switch. Um, and that little grant, we were, we were granted 27,000 Luna. And that little grant kind of gave us a little bit of runway to kind of pivot and to do some other things. We were able to uh, migrate the Skeleton Punks, relaunch the Skeleton Punks. And on that journey, we were able to create Backbone Labs. We saw a need to ensure on-chain activity, you know, Stride is creating LSDs and moving assets to a their chain, which removes on-chain activity. This to me is a extremely valuable chain metrics, which we want to keep on-chain. And so in this journey, we kind of came up with uh, NFT-Fi. So we make, right now we have the Luna Gravedigger that is paired with the Skeleton Punk community. And the Skeleton Punk community is a managing community for the Luna Gravedigger, for this management 30% of our fees are shared amongst Skeleton Punk stakers and 70% of the fees go to the LP providers on White Whale. So Backbone Labs is essentially a community good. We do take a 10% fee, but there's a 100% pass-through to uh, stimulate economic growth and on-chain activity. We are, I would say that we are the only LSD in the entire system that has the potential to be self-sufficient and not be reliant on third-party emissions. Eventually, if we get enough users, we will not need any whale tokens to subsidize our project. And we will not need Luna Classic tokens to subsidize the activity in our system. Um, so now the system is, and through White Whale, it has enabled us to do this. Our next, we have a whale grave digger on Migaloo. We have a Chihuahua grave digger on Chihuahua. We have a Juno grave digger, which we haven't yet put much effort into. But soon we're going to have a classic grave digger. And every one of these chains is going to have an NFT community, which manages the Gravedigger. And so we are currently have an NFT marketplace called the Necropolis, which is live on Luna. Um, we are almost ready for launch on Migaloo. I'm, you know, it's funny. Uh, well, it's not funny, you know, but we got to the only thing that's holding us up really is we need to have the creators who are making the collections for the Migaloo launch actually be done because... We can't open the doors and not have projects that are, are ready to go. So I'm constantly cracking the whip and trying to herd cats, you know, getting artists and devs to do stuff is <laughs> it's like crazy, but it's entertaining. And uh, I see us, you know, 
um, we actually, I was speaking to PFC and I was like, hey man, are we ready to get this Gravedigger over on Classic? And he goes to me, he's so funny, he goes, oh, you know, it's going to take some coding, right? And I'm like, no, I, I really didn't know that. He goes, yeah, that burn's kind of annoying. And then I was like, all right. I was like, my bad. He's like, well, I've already done it. I'm like, well, why are you telling me about it, right? So so we're pretty much ready to go with the Gravedigger on, on that side, uh, but we can't do it until... Is it the PFC validator? Yeah, yeah. So he's always got the coding. PFC is a uh, part of Backbone. He is our, our, our DeFi wizard, and uh, he's made a lot of what we do possible. You know, Backbone Labs, we're not a company. You know, we are a like crypto co-op of people who got sick and tired of being sick and tired. Right. So we decided to take matters into our own hands, make a model that was really community oriented. Like I said, we don't take any of the fees generated from the Gravedigger and we redistribute 100 percent back into the participating communities at levels that we think that will stimulate the most growth. We think this is the going to be the, the most fun way to do this. And, and, you know, NFT communities, as we've seen, their user retention is much stickier than a regular token. You know what I mean? Like, so if you have like a bunch of Astroport holders, you know, there's only like maybe like 10 or 15 guys over there who have like all the vote, like really the community doesn't have any say. Right. So in this model, you know, you can maintain your anonymity and you can still get to know your community, which makes it more um, vibrant, makes it safer we start to look out for each other once you get to really kind of know people even though it's anonymous you get a feel for people over time and and we think that this dynamic is going to be something that people are going to look forward to participate in the cosmos so we're really excited to bring this over to classic we're really excited to get the the marketplace over there again well, i've been in talks with, again like i talk with jerry i talk with pfx and you know we've been working out some pretty cool stuff with the sapien group and, and we're getting ready to do some you know what i think is going to be really exciting maybe um, beginning of September, I would say for like the NFT stuff, but we're going to be able to get the Gravedigger up pretty quickly. That is, that is quite the story. I like the story of, is it Skeleton Punks you said? I like the story of it already. Um, I don't think I owned any of it. It was Galactic Punks, I think. That was the Luna, one of the first NFTs that I got given one um, to show back in the day. But no, I like the story. We'll definitely, maybe we'll do a spaces together or we'll, we'll follow you. Um, anytime, anytime, brother. Cool, no worries, mate. Um, yeah, Sean, so do you want to start rounding up? We've been going for about an hour. Um, any last things you want to say? Well, I think this was a very fantastic space here. Um, would like to you know, thank you very much for, for inviting me and giving me the opportunity to um, talk to your community. Um, thank you also for to everybody who joined this space, also JG for coming up here. And I'd like to um, very much invite you to take a look at what we're doing. Um, we're like serious team, like building for years now, and we're very excited to come to to Luna Classic, and I hope um, you know we can find some or have some good discussions on how we can get on chain activity going together. I would also like to make sure that everybody knows every Thursday, uh, White Whale, Migaloo Chain, they hold a space. If you want to get the latest information of what's happening every single Thursday, join us, and you can help you know, direct what's happening. You can make suggestions. And this is like a real time that, that you get to talk to more of the teams and, uh, you know, put forth ideas. This is like where we're going to get our synergy snowball happening. Yeah, guys, uh, definitely check them out. Follow Sean, um, Jay-Z, White World's not here, but yeah, go follow them as well and see what they're doing. Um, Sean, did, I don't think you said you had a date, but yeah, do message us. I think you said a couple of weeks of when it does launch um i'll follow your journey i think you said you're speaking to diamond hands he's he's, he's very involved with the luna classic community already he's, he's a lot active so yeah we'll speak to myself as well if you need anything but yeah we'll definitely want to speak to you again um once you've deployed on it how we can yeah get the on-chain activity going so thanks for coming guys um you guys are on mexi as well we've not really shielded your token at all um i have set few alerts we'll keep an eye out for it if it if you get a good dip or starts breaking out there's some hype. I'll, I'll get some of your token as well. But yeah, I'll, I'll let you have the final word and then we'll we'll round up. Thanks. Thanks for coming. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Since you, you you touched the token, I'll do the final final shill on this. So it's listed on, on MEXC. Um, it's listed on Osmosis, on Kujira, and obviously our own six DEXs across the whole ecosystem. And we're currently sitting at a market cap for the whole system, like the whole cross-chain protocol and the whole blockchain Megaloo of $5 million market cap. So with that, 
Thank you very much. Yeah, it's an L1 token as well, so quite a small market cap you should get if you can get things going. <laughs> All right. Cheers, guys. And then, yeah, thanks for coming. We'll, we'll speak soon. Good night, all. Take care. Thank you. Motherfucker screaming out loud, looking for mercy before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey. What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve. Mentality stuck in the burbs. I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works. And we'll see what other kinds of trash is under the dirt. We rape and plunder the earth. Sit and wonder about the worth and plate. Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served. Motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless. Trying to make a living selling friendship bracelets. Dead ants dragging out the max amount of payments. Red down days. Got them acting all bankless Yo fam, what? Check these token knocks They probing this bear Flexing broken honest I had to lay my soul down I'm just roasting honest And then to end a long day Eleven bowls of chronic Never known the politic I was born to frolic It's been my policy To pollinate all over the plot We got a lot of apologists Jumping in at the top We like to measure their velocity Before they hit rock bottom Over impossible loss It's all moss And I'm liking the odds Fondue in the morning Forming mycological bonds Click the cap, yo the road is highly involved Flip a coin, diary falls Motherfuckers screaming out loud Looking for mercy Before they find themselves Working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first Before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures Under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy While the thunder is served Trying to figure out The max amount of dinner They stacked in non-toxic Just to get a better place Smacking on the high Stage. Like the shit is play for keeps clowns white knight and all these Maybelines. They call it implausible when model after model keeps on ripping off the coat and going full throttle. Eats tearing apart your community. All these low hanging fruits bearing zero liquidity. Got a planet in reach, coming standard to each. I'm on the back ten stargazing after the siege, commanding all the management to grab a few seats and then we'll round up the beasts and send a messenger east. Y'all better sign a release when I'm bumping these beats. Hands up if I got motherfuckers drumming the street. Yo, we got a few dubs, we got a couple defeats And if you're coming for the king, you better have some of each Motherfuckers fuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Say and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Spaces.